0: Gracias. Hello, everyone. It's time for Vanish Chicago Lens Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Castanis. This is episode 229, season 10. Today's date is June 17, 2023, and welcome to the show. On today's program, I will talk about my memories of that radio station, WFYR, half FM, and uh that was in chicago and also the helene curtis company they had a which their headquarters were here also in chicago so this would be an interesting show (laughs) sorry about that okay so uh i will get started but before i do uh the program will go into commercial break and this this program is brought to you by swift brown and serve sausages i missed that and here's a commercial from 1976. so sit back and relax and i'll be right back with the show thank you everyone I'm Brownie, the Swift Premium Brown and Serve Sausage. I give you more meat to eat. Yeah, prove it. Okay, a pound of you and a pound of us. All cooked, and now, wow, you guys got all that grease. Don't get personal. Okay, let's get on the scale. See, Brown and Serve gives you over 35% more meat to eat. And a great taste, Brownie. Swift Premium Brown and Serve Sausage. More meat to eat. And less grease. Darn it. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Brown and Serve uh, sausages uh, from Swift. Uh, I'm trying to remember if I ever had this frog. I I don't know. I don't remember. (laughs) Uh, They're still around, but Swift does not make them. It's Banquet, you know, remember famous for their fried chicken. Remember that in the 70s and 80s? Uh, I'm sure they still make that. Uh, As for Swift, the swift company the swift premium company that is uh i don't know these they they had headquarters here in chicago but uh they've been bought out by many companies and it's very confusing you know it's kind of sketchy so they sort of still around yes no i don't know maybe i'll do a podcast episode about them you know i gotta read the history of that and break it down because it's confusing (laughs) so We'll I'll do my best. We'll see about that. Okay. At the beginning of the program, I will said I would discuss the my memories of uh, the radio station WFYR, 103 and a FM uh, in Chicago, and also the Healing Curtis Company. They also had their headquarters here. Uh, before I get started, I want to mention something. Um, you know, I've gotten, lately, I've gotten a lot of comments from people from Chicago Chicagoland. Facebook and Twitter and uh, they they send me suggestions on what subjects I like uh, that I should talk about. And uh, there are a few that I have talked about before, but I will I will talk about them again uh, down the road. And also there are subjects that I have never touched, you know, also subjects that are too controversial when it comes to Chicago history. Like uh, you know, politics um, or tragedies like that. I don't know. Um, I'm a little, how should I say that? A Little reluctant to do that because uh, sometimes it's a little depressing. But it is history. I understand that. And go, that comes with politics. I will not discuss politics here. This is not. Uh, this is not the political podcast. This is for other podcasts. I'm sure there are others that talk about that it's very rich. It's very interesting, but it's, um, it's not for here. I will mention it from time to time about, you know, mayors and governors and well, that's Illinois. But no, (laughs) no, I will not do that. Uh, So this podcast is for like, it's historical, but it's also for fun subjects and memories from me. You know, what I remember growing up as a child, you know, I've seen uh, signs, products, you know, like that. So that's, uh, that's, I should stick to that. You know, I apologize. Okay. All right, let's get started. Uh, I'm going to talk about the radio station, WFYR 103 and a half FM. Oh, I, this is one of my favorite radio stations in the past. There were others, of course, it was WLS uh, AM FM. I talked about that, uh, WLSAM, I think about a year or two ago. Went into detail about that because I listened to that. Also, The Loop, uh, that was during when I was a teenager at Bogan High School. And uh, what a radio station I listened to. uh, WMET. Uh, I have not discussed WMET. WMET. I can't even say blah, blah. I can't talk about that. Maybe next time I will. But I did discuss WDAI, which was at WLS FM, and they changed it to the disco. You know, it was rock, and then there was disco. So I talked about that in a previous podcast episode. You could find it. You know, you could search it if you like to. It's on you. It's on my YouTube channel or on my apps or any apps you could find or social media accounts if you'd like to re-listen it. Or if it's the first time you've heard about this, you can, you know, like I said before, listen to on the U- on my YouTube channel, Van Chicago and Stories, and you can do a search. So, uh, that w- they had an interesting history. Anyway, for WFYR, I'm going to give you a brief history of that and my memories of listening to that radio station uh, during the 70s and the 80s, you know, like that. So, here we go. Alrighty. uh let's see. So uh, the first air date was about um, November 1957. Uh, it wasn't WFYR; it was uh, it was called WKFM, and that radio station was <coughs> excuse me that was owned by a man named Frank Covis Jr. And uh, that um, that aired uh, like beautiful music, classical music, just like uh, WLAK ninety four FM. Do you remember that or FM one hundred? And uh, they had uh, one of the shows they have. Uh, for example, they had morning serenade, musical bonbons, pleasant listening. Rendezvous with Rhythm, Dinner Musicale, and Stereo Showcase. And they had uh, newscasts in the top of the each hour, just like WBBM, you know, at the top of the news hour, like that. And uh, let's see, let's see what's else. Uh, and WK, uh, WKFM was the first uh, radio station broadcast in stereo. And it aired like 24 hours a day. So that's an interesting footnote. That's uh, that's that's cool, I didn't know that. And uh, that stopped airing around 1973. And the station was sold and the new owner changed it to WFYR around March of that year. And the letters for WFYR stood for the infamous great chicago fire you get that so it's a that's how they got the call letters for that and they changed it from the classical format to uh oldies format they did that and uh so and then i don't know who the first uh dix jockey was i'm not sure but uh they can't and uh then they moved um this was um broadcasted at uh, randolph tower at 188 west randolph and then they and then uh the interesting thing in 1970 in february the the antenna fell down <laughs> because it was too windy of course we're in a windy city and then um they moved the tower to the sears tower which is the willows tower of course and uh then they start playing uh, all these music, you know, most of it was, uh, automated. Just sounds like chat GPT, it sounds scary. You know, artificial intelligence during that time. And then they had a dance club called the FYR station. And that was located at the McCormick Inn. And that was, uh, that was at McCormick place. It was a hotel. And they had live broadcasts on the weekends, Friday and Saturday evenings. And in 1976, they began to carry Dick Biondi's syndicator program, Super Gold Rock and Roll. Oh, Dick Biondi. What a wonderful man. And uh, then later on, uh, a year later, 1977, they uh, added um, disc jockeys. They did that uh, at first. And uh, one of the most was- a uh, well-known disc jockey at the time was Fred Winston. Oh, he's a nice man. He follows me on Twitter <laughs> and Instagram, which is nice. And uh, also Dick Barkley, you may hear his name, Stu Collins, uh, Dean Richards from WGN. You know, he was a DJ. And then um, in the 80s, uh, they carried Dick Barkley's oldies program, Solid Gold Saturday Night and on sunday nights uh, he had another oldie show called solid gold scrapbook i remember this i lose i listened to this in the 80s all the time because i love the oldies you know from the 50s and the 60s you know, 70s yeah but uh, that was perfect on the weekend when i went out and i turned on the car radio and i always put that and they play all these wonderful oldie songs sometimes uh, songs from that era that they're rarely played and it was kind of cool to listen to all that. Okay. So let's see. Um, then I have a list of uh, disc jockeys or people that work there. So I'll give you a rundown of who was there. So here we go. Okay. So there was a Stan Adams, uh, Paul Christensen. Uh, I mentioned Dick Barkley, Casey Cooper, Joe Dawson, Lyle Dean, Corey Dietz. Uh Jeff Elliott, I think you remember um there was a, a duo. I can't think of the top of my head. Uh yeah, Jeff or oh, it's some other Jeff. Uh that was yeah, Jeff Elliott, Stu Evans, Gary Hamilton, Lee Harris, Kurt Johnson, Larry Langford, David LaPrad, Dave Martin, Glenn Martin, Jack Miller, Tony Riguru, John Thomas, and Fred Winston. I think I'm missing a few. Yeah, there might be a few, uh, Bob, Bob uh, Motley, I think. Oh, I can't, I can't think of his name. It starts. His name is Bob, like that. And uh, if you can think of other disc during that time, please comment uh, on social media or send me an email, and, you know, so I, I would know in the future, and, uh, so you can share it with me. So that's pretty good there were a lot of them they really were you know and uh they did that and then in 1989 they went back to to an oldies format and it was slogan the slogans was chicago's hottest oldies okay they did that and uh then there was some issue i don't know back in Behind the scenes, and then they dropped the the oldies format was dropped, and then they replaced it with an adult contemporary format. Okay, the oldies were gone. Uh, they still had uh, what's it called, Magic One Hundred Four. They had uh, WJMK at the time in the '80s. So uh, I guess they were, uh, you know, uh, in competition, you know, neck and neck. Also, in 1991, it was sold again and then they return and then uh it was changed to the blaze you remember that wwbz oh they had like uh hard rock uh stations you know people miss that station so much maybe someday i'll talk about that because i i listen to it too i like hard rock music and uh they got they got rid of everybody and then they brought in a lot of uh other uh the disc jockeys like that and uh, of course the blaze didn't last long and then it was sold in 1993 then they then it became uh rock 1035 this is in the 90s like in 1994 and uh brought in more <laughs> DJs oh you get the picture <laughs> and uh like that and uh, the man manko started uh was added in the mornings and he started talking okay like that and there were others like that it, it's so convoluted but <laughs> like so and it went to a couple more formats and then uh like for example it changed into the beat that it changed to wububt and then uh i don't know and then it became a uh, kiss fm and uh it's still there yeah it's still there so that's that's good <laughs> so that is so my, but the favorite part uh, the favorite part of mine for a uh, 103.5 five W F Y R, fyr was at the era in the 70s and the 80s when i was a, a young boy and a teenager links to that and uh i listened to oldies a lot of kids at my age at the time did not you know they listened to the loop or wxrt wmet or wckg you know during the 70s and 80s oh boy it's amazing it's uh mind-boggling okay right now i'm going to play a commercial uh from 1983 it is from FM and it's uh I found this on YouTube. I I, ha- I played this commercial before on a, on a previous podcast episode. It's a janitor. He's lip syncing to the, all the songs. <laughs> they did a lot of commercials like that during the eighties, where they just pick people out of random, you know, for commercials, and they start lip singing. They start singing. Uh, it's either oldies or uh, at the time the the, the current hits. Okay. So sit back and enjoy, and I'll be right back. Thank you, everyone. The night janitor at WFYR eyes the microphone of fantasy forms. Live from Chicago. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. It's two Collins and a morning team on fire. Yeah. WFYR. i come from a One great song another. WFYR plays more of the best music. WFYR! What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for WFYR-FM from 1983. Uh, One more thing I want to mention about the radio station. Uh, They sell a lot of memorabilia. I've noticed that on eBay. For example, T-shirts... survey record surveys uh buttons uh like uh the top there was one with the top 500 songs i, I got a picture of that but the, the, the printing's so small <laughs> you can't see that and uh a lot of photos from disc jockeys you know and uh it's kind of cool seeing all that and uh once this podcast is published i'm sure people will pro uh, will Comment on their memories of listening to the radio, radio station. They already have about a couple of days ago, you know, because I posted a like a bumper sticker on the radio station. So that's uh, it's kind of nice. Uh, I still miss it. I still listen to radio. I listen to me uh, me FM. It's somewhat like that. <laughs> okay, right now I'm going to talk about healing Curtis. Ah. Uh, Uh, You know, I just thought of uh, talking about this because uh, this company has been around for a long time. It's not in business anymore, Uh, uh, but uh, one product is still around, I believe, is Suave Shampoo, and I'll get to that in in a moment. So I'll start in the, so I'm gonna talk, I'm sorry. So I'll talk about the history of that and uh, where it led to being sold. Okay, so here we go. Um, So it was called the Helene Curtis Industries. And it sold cosmetics, beauty beauty parlor products. And it was based in Chicago. And uh, let's see. So uh, it was started in 1927. And and it was formed by two men. First man was named Gerald Gitswitz and Louis Louis Stein, and they formed the National Mineral Company, and they made the Peach Bloom facial mask. So you put up a facial mask, and you know, it makes you wrinkle free or something like that. Aha, uh-huh, what I know. <laughs> and then they began selling shampoos in the 1930s, and one was called Lanolin Lanolin Cream and Suave. That was. Uh, that, that one's well known to this day. And after World War II, the company changed its name to Helene Curtis, which is a combination of uh, Louis Stein's wife and son. So I think it's uh, Helene was his wife, Curtis was his son. OK. So it was Helene. Uh, so the real names was Helene Stein and Curtis Stein. <laughs> OK. And then, uh, but by, the, by then it employed like a thousand people. It was during the sixties and it was, it, it was phenomenal. It was a very popular, uh, uh, they sold very popular brands. They sold shampoos, hairspray, deodorants like that. And, uh, let's see what else. Uh, I think they started, I think they, the, I think they were the first to, uh, invent the hairspray. I'm not sure it's them. And their product was called spray net and that came about in 1949, 1950. And there was also, uh, they, were, they invented a deodorant called stop it. And, uh, that was, uh, there was an inventor. His name was Jules Martinier. He was an inventor and chemist. And what's famous about this, I don't know, this this is for people who were older than me, or if you watch reruns of the TV game show, What's My Line? And that was their sponsor. And uh, when I started watching this on the Game Show Network, uh, about, I don't know, a long time ago, uh, because I'm a big fan of old game shows, I started watching What's My Line, and that was their earliest sponsor. And that was Stop Bet, and they mentioned this man's name like that. And they had a dandruff shampoo called Endon. It was non-prescription at the time, so I think before that, if you had dandruff, you would uh, go, you go see your doctor. He would write a prescription. You go to the drugstore and uh, you give it to him, and he would hand it to you. But uh, this is the first time that it was it was like over the counter and they advertise this on TV. So, and, uh, stop it was, uh, at the time, very popular. It was during the 50, 1950s. You you know, like that, you know, and, uh, there were other products like that. And, uh, like, for example, like other shampoos, you know, that were suave, you know, that's why I posted the photo of, I posted this yesterday. It was a bottle of Suave uh, strawberry uh, scented shampoo. I think I remember, this is from the 80s, I believe. You know, my brother bought this. He, he liked the smell of it. I don't know why. <laughs> I tried it a couple of times. It was not very good. It was, they came in other scents. Like uh, there was one, Green Apple. Uh, I don't know what else. They had baby shampoos at the time like that and uh let's see also there was one thing i just noticed today someone on twitter tweeted that uh at the at the factory in chicago there was an explosion and it was on north avenue it was about near north avenue and cost and and costner right at the wet and on the west side of chicago and there was an explosion and that happened on october I'm saying October 18th, 1961, and uh, it damaged. It damaged, The plant was damaged, and uh, nearby was the Zenith. Uh, uh, I think it was a factory. Yeah, I believe so. At the time, it was like that, and uh, yeah, it was a plant. And uh, you could have heard the explosion all the way through downtown. It was like it was a. It, it was horrendous like that and uh the zenith plant that was mostly from they built radios at the time like that and uh there were about 200 over 200 people injured nobody got killed thank god you know but uh it was that was a big story back then uh, i didn't ask my mother about it because she was not here she was in greece uh, she wasn't married yet and uh know yeah, well, she's not home right now but when i ask her uh maybe some other people remembered it but uh that was a big story at the time and uh someone mentioned on twitter what i'm sorry what somebody mentioned on Twitter, are you going to talk about the explosion of Hilling curtis because on the floor it was like really shiny because due to the pipes that exploded and uh, and it just made it the whole floor smooth like you would like rollers you know like an ice skating rink like that which i never knew about this this is something new to me how about that i'm glad. i i didn't answer his tweet i will uh, later on and i'll tell him yeah i spoke about this this is fascinating so i read the article about it and uh wow that was that was something it really was okay so right now, um, I'm going to play a commercial for Suave Shampoo. This is from 1981. Uh, the woman that's speaking in the program, you could try to recognize her voice. If not, I will t- I will reveal it after the commercial is played. You know, Just have a little fun. And then I will continue with the program and talk about Helene Curtis. OK? Thank you, everyone. When I started working, Suave was the only shampoo I could afford. I kept thinking, someday I'll be successful and I'll try some of those expensive shampoos. But they weren't better than Suave, just more expensive. In fact, one of the best ways I've found to protect against blow drying is Suave's new moisturizing shampoo and conditioner. Today, I could spend a fortune on my hair. I don't. Suave just makes me look as if I do. Suave makes you look as if you spent a fortune on your hair. Okay, everyone. I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Suave shampoo. That actress that was in the commercial—that's uh, none other than actress Cynthia Sykes. She's best well-known in her in the TV show Saint Elsewhere, <laughs> you know, and she uh, played uh, her character's name was Annie Cavanero, and. Uh, it was during the time when Denzel Washington was in the show, you know, a lot of people forgot, have forgotten that he was in that TV show, not the famous movie actor, which he is now. So, and anyway, for uh, Cynthia Sykes, uh, she's still acting to this day, you know, and, uh, you know, very pretty lady, very pretty. Okay. All right. And as for the company for Helen Curtis, uh, it went on for many years, and uh, Swab was their biggest, uh, um, biggest money-making product. Uh, also, there was an antiperspirant called Degree. Do you remember that? It came out in 1990. So, uh, you know, that took off like that. Also, there was, uh, let's see, for uh, Salon Selectives and uh, Thermoskill thermosilk not skill. <laughs> sorry and uh it, those were huge like that now uh the company was sold you know and they closed the plant and they sold it to unilever uh they also the last time they closed the plant on oh, the west side and then they had one in Rolling meadows illinois around in the late 90s and then uh once it was acquired by unilever the name disappeared so you don't see helene curtis anymore oh they also had another brand called finesse you know they had another uh uh shampoo which was pretty good I, you know i used that one time when i was at a hotel uh i think in Yeah, I stayed over at a hotel. Uh, I I forgot where, but uh, I didn't have any shampoo, but the the hotel provided it. And I used that for the first time. That's pretty good shampoo. Okay. So, Helene Curtis is uh, no longer around. But uh, a couple of their products are still on the market. You can still find them everywhere. Walgreens, Osco, Walmart, Target. They're there, the suave I don't use suave. I use, I, sometimes I I use another shampoo, uh, brand, but if it's that one's run, if this, if that one's not available, then I use suave and I, I used it after many, many years and, uh, still good. It really is. I'm glad they turned out a good product. Okay. All right, so that's it for this program. i uh, do a quick recap of what I talked about. I talked about uh, my memories of WFYR 103 and a half FM. Uh, it's a radio station in Chicago. Also, the Healing Curtis uh, Corporation, also in Chicago. Uh, this podcast will be broadcast, uh, published later, uh, wherever apps are available Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Uh, also, I'll be on my YouTube channel, Vanished Chicago Land Stories. Also, I'll be on my social media accounts, Facebook and Twitter, and also on my blog, VanishedChicagoLand.blog. Please subscribe. Please follow. You know, you probably get a notification when the when the the uh, episode is ready. I, that happens. That happens to me too. So I get a notification on my phone. And if you subscribe, like I said the new episode is ready to listen to okay that's fun uh i will not i don't know when i'll do another podcast maybe tomorrow i don't know uh as for tuesday i don't think so uh because i have some errands to do so it'll probably be next weekend i will do another one okay so this is Pika Costanos, your host for Fantasy and Stories. Thank you for joining me. Uh, everyone, have a wonderful day and the rest of your weekend. And here's Ray Rayner with a little traveling music saying bye, bye, bye. And here's bye-bye for me. Take care, everyone. So long. We have to go. Bye, bye, bye.